Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Roll Radio. All right, before we start the show, I wanted to let you guys know about a cool new product I've been using. So as you probably know, I spend a lot of time sitting in front of my computer screen editing the podcast. And I realized um, that over the years, I kind of started to let myself go a bit. And I found myself feeling uh, tired and run down most of the day. Um, You know, and chugging coffee all day wasn't helping me any. So I decided to add some new health and wellness habits to my daily routine. So Liquid IV is a category-winning hydration brand, and their hydration multiplier is kind of like a long rest in a convenient little package. In just one stick, I get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. And I use it now in the mornings before I go for a long walk and when I'm feeling run down after editing all day. It's really been a game changer for me. My favorite flavor is Tropical Punch, and I always keep some handy in my bag of holding, right? And I also love that Liquid IV is made with premium ingredients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Liquid IV also partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. Like True Heroes, they have donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. That's awesome. So I want to let you guys know that you can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code ROLLRADIO, all lowercase, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code Roll radio at liquidiv.com. All right, now let's tune in to Roll Radio. Welcome, podcast listeners, to Roll Radio, where each week we listen in as aspiring adventures play the world's greatest role playing game. Dungeons and Dragons. Join us as we travel to far off Faerun, where we discover the Sword Coast in turmoil and in desperate need of heroes. And then you guys all hear murmuring in a language you recognize. Noel. Oh no. And then you uh, you hear their familiar cackling. <laughs> Because <laughs> as they do, walk around just cackling. And Jake and Jake blocks his laugh. <laughs> as Mary cracks her knuckles. Mm, I I slowly put down my whittling <laughs> and draw my blade. And the voices start to draw nearer, and you hear them discussing something right outside the door. Katara, Nakta. <laughs> Anybody speak? No. <laughs> no, because we're all intelligent people. <laughs> we're not dummies. And then you hear... Mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear some, uh, some Noel shouting and some scuffling, followed by AC squawking. And then, Esmir... You suddenly lose your connection with AC. Oh. Oh no. So Esmir, hmm. the light the light dims in her eyes. And then she goes, and lights up a fireball in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I remove the removable rod. <laughs> Is there a gap under the door? Yes. There's a gap under the door. And does it still sound like there's a bunch of guys out there? Yes, you can, like, hear them moving up and down the hall. Mm. So, Esmer's going to be like, okay, guys, get to the other side of the room. And she's going to go inside her inside pocket. And she's going to take out that little piece of paper that has that rune on it from the spell book that we can't look at. Oh, okay. And she's going to slide it under the door. You guys, get back. Fire in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Jake scuttles backwards quickly. I'm pissed. And and she's going to be like, just so you know, I'm pissed off. 
<laughs> so she slides it under the door. I want to run and hide behind it. <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna be. We're all gonna go to the the back end, the far away from the room as possible. I think I'm good where I am. I don't think because we're on the other side of a wall and a door. Even if the blast yeah, radius is we're like behind the door, feet, yeah, I don't think it'll reach me. <laughs> Fire in the hole. <laughs> Fire in the hole. It's just a little yeah. piece of paper. So I think when AC dot when AC disappears, Esmir, the like the expression on her face just changes and it's like totally serious and the lights, the light leaves her eyes too. And then so she goes over by the door and she crouches down behind the door and she leans against it and she could hear him back there. And then she slides her hand in in like her inside coat pocket. She pulls out the folded up piece of paper and then she slides it out underneath and she's fire in the hole guys. And then she's like, uh, we all go to the other side of the room. Uh-oh. I see dice being rolled. All right, so you you slip the booby-trapped page from Nalifarn's spellbook under the door, and then, a few seconds later, you hear some sniffing at the door. <laughs> and then you hear the uh, crinkling of paper, <laughs> and then a loud explosion. <laughs> <laughs> The door nice. shutters, and uh, you know smoke blows through the seams around the door frame, and you hear a painful yelp on the other side of the door. <laughs> I'm gonna burst through the door, burst through the door, and then just quickly assess the situation. And if there's anybody still standing, I'm going after it. Okay, that's a good idea. All right, you swing open the door, and standing there is a burnt and smoky knoll holding its arms out like it was just holding that page. <laughs> it crumbles. It just crumbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You kind of see like an image, almost like a wily e. coyote standing yes. there, just toasted and burnt with the wisps of smoke <laughs> rising from him yeah. and just the ash of the paper fall from his fingers. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it looks, you know, badly hurt and it's got this stunned look on its face. It has no idea what's happening. So Cullen, you have the uh, element of surprise, so you can go ahead and roll with advantage. Nice. All right, so let's give this the old college try with the axe first. <laughs> 17. 17 hits. So we'll roll the damage for that. <laughs> Seven. All right, and now we give it the sword as the bonus action. Um, 18, sweet, that's a hit. Eight. Nice. Nice. 12 points. Oh, man. Maximum damage. He's in heavy. Okay, the final coup de grace, one can hope. Oh, 14. Is that going to be? No. We're going to use precision. We're going to throw some precision on that. Okay. And see if we can make that a hit. Rolling a D8. Plus four. Four. 18. Nice. 18 hits. So, another uh, battle axe damage. Seven. Nice. 11, right? 11. That kills it. Finally. Nice. Goodbye. All right, so you cut down this smoldering knoll with your flurry of blades, and it falls to the ground in a smoky heap. And you look out and see, uh, at the northern end of the hallway, another knoll. Oh, no. And its eyes are, are you know, wide open with shock, like, holy shit. <laughs> so you have uh, movement uh, if you want to position yourself somewhere. Yeah, I see that guy in the hallway there, so I move out, I step out into the hall, and I'm just gonna stop right in front of the door, so he he has to come to me, and that gives, that opens, you know, so now people can get around me, and the door's not blocked with bad guys. And that's where I'm gonna end my turn there. All right, everyone, roll initiative. Six. An eight. I rolled a 10. Okay, so Cullen, you position yourself next to the door, readying yourself for this knoll to make a move. When suddenly, mm. another knoll comes around the corner. Uh oh And this knoll is nasty looking and huge. Oh boy. And its gray fur is covered in Thean markings. Oh no. And it uh, immediately reminds you of Noriegu back in Phylon Lodge. Oh no. And just like Noriegu, he wields a jagged glaive. A glaive, oh and no. And he sees you and rushes you. <laughs> and when he gets 10 feet from you, he swings his massive glaive at you. <gasps> Oh, and rolls a natural one. Yeah. Oh, man. Oopsie. Coming in hot. 
coming in hot. And he swings wide, <laughs> and the glaive slams into the doorframe, and, you know, gets wedged in the wood. Uh, so he loses his multi-attack. Cool. And then another Noel turns the corner, oh. and he uh, he sees his burnt buddy on the ground there, still smoldering. <laughs> and the big Noel trying to pull his glaive out of the doorframe. So he, uh, he notches his longbow, and he fires at Cullen. Oh. And he misses. It sticks into the doorframe behind you. Right by the glaive. <laughs> right next to the glaive. <laughs> How is there a magnet in this wall? And then we cut to inside the bedroom. Esmir, Cullen has left the room, and you hear the sounds of battle out in the hall. What are you going to do? I'm going to... Esmir's mad at herself. Ah, I let my emotions get the best of me. <laughs> I've been t- I've been harassing these guys, telling them to be quiet all the time, and now I screwed everything up. That's okay. She was pissed because they just killed Asilius. You were. You even said that, that it was like one of those yeah. things where, you know, when your eyes start rolling in the back of she your head the, out of anger, She got the red haze. <laughs> your logic red haze. is kind of out the window at that point. Logical thinking. It's a big place. Maybe not everybody heard it. Okay. So Esmir's... Uh, She's gonna she's gonna reach behind her and swing her harp towards around the front, and she's going to um, cast confusion. Oh, okay. Ta-da, 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 confusion. It's just a spell of confusion. That's what the world is today. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, so the idea, her plan is to try and, if, if she can have these guys all confused and we could kill them and get out of the way or whatever, maybe we could make it look like some sort of, some, some sort of like three's company thing happened. There's just a misunderstanding. <laughs> guys died and everyone's going to be like, I don't know what happened. It was confusing. <laughs> Let's just go back to the kitchen and hang out. Okay, so where are you going to place the spell? In the center of these three knolls? Yeah, so I think I'll do it because it's 10 feet. Yeah, so if you put it in between them, it'll hit all three. Yeah, and it, and maybe go a little bit out to the sides too, right? Yeah, in case there's someone around the corner? Yeah. Okay, so uh, target all three of them. All confusion. That's what the world is today. Hey, hey. Okay, now roll their wisdom saving throws. DC 12. They all fail. Oh, you're simple-minded. Nice. Esmir puts an L on her forehead. Losers. What was I doing? How'd my glaive get stuck in this door? (laughs) All right, so at the start of their turns, they all have to uh, roll a D10 on a confusion table. Uh, to determine their behavior for that turn. Ah. Esmeralda, if I hit one of them, will he stop being confused? And just start being pissed? Um, I, no. They have to roll so they can get hits. Oh, cool. All right, so the gnolls uh, all suddenly look very confused. <laughs> what does a confused gnoll <laughs> sound like? <laughs> and then... Uh, I wish I could speak Nolish, because I'd start being going like, why did you kill Bobby? I don't know why you killed Bobby. Why'd you kill Bobby? Why'd you blow him up? That was a nice. <laughs> why is his name Maybe Bobby? there's some sort of Noel skirmish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why, start I, why is there to, so much fighting? Exactly, start the <laughs> Noel infighting. Yeah, why am I fighting? I didn't kill Bobby, you killed Bobby. <laughs> so Jake, uh, Cullen's fighting out in the hall. And Esbeer's yelling about someone named Bobby. What are you going to do? I'm going to move 15 feet up into the corner here where I can get access to both my peeps. And I am going to do something that I have not done in quite some time, which is pull out some holy water and look up toward the place where Agma should be and say, oh, Agma, bless these... (laughs) My, my fine friends. And I'm going to put some uh, holy water on my fingertips and flick out the door at Cullen, bloop, right on his forehead. <laughs> yes, that's fantastic. And then I'm going to throw some at El- Esmir and splash it on her head. And then I'm going to take a swig <laughs> and bless us all 
And then Esmir grab Esmir wipes the drip off her forehead and tastes it. Just making sure it's not Jake juice. <laughs> he mixes them up sometimes. So that was 15 feet. Um, I almost think that I should get out more so I could actually see them. If they do attack, I could at least attack. Okay. I have a rule of thumb for you. If you're behind Esmeralda, you're not in the right place. <laughs> um, I understand why she needs to stand behind me. <laughs> why does she need to stand behind you, but I don't? Because she doesn't have many hit points and she's got weak armor, but you, being a cleric, have strong armor. Do you have weak armor? I don't wear armor. She only has mage armor when she um, has spell slots and and remembers it. And I have what? What have I got? My shield? 17. You have a breastplate and a shield, which gives you an AC of 17. Same as Cullen. How many hit points do you have, though? I got th- I got 30. You have a max of 45 hit points. I do? 45. Yeah, I was about to say, 30 sounds low. Yeah, because I have 36, yeah. Oh, 45. Okay, I see it down there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have um, the most at almost 60, but... Well, I can move my 30 feet and get over here to the other side of the hallway. I'm just saying, you know, without Elric around, it's kind of, you know, it's helpful to have someone to stand shoulder to shoulder with to... Yeah, but you need for me to live on, because if that's I die, true. then I'm no help. That's true. Right. So that's where I'll end up, and then we'll just see. Okay. Esmir made a stupid decision. Maybe I'm making one too. <laughs> hey, they're not stupid. They're just, it's just stupid day. It's stupid not day. Not the best decision. <laughs> All right, now it's the Noel Commander's turn, and he's suddenly a little confused. So I'll roll a d10 on the confusion table, and it's a four, which says he doesn't move or take any actions this turn. He's like. What was he doing? Did I, did I leave the stove on? <laughs> Wait a minute. I was making my grits, and then all of a sudden... And now he uh, he gets to roll another wisdom saving throw to see if he can snap out of it. Nope, he rolls a two and remains confused. What? Nice. What? Hey, this is a great spell against simpletons. <laughs> yeah, so that uh, that big old Noel Cullen is, uh, is looking a little out of it. What are you going to do? Hmm. Well, I'm going to take advantage of this simple-minded creature's simple-mindedness and try and cut him down. So let's give it our best Phylon Lodge challenge uh, try. Stupid day special. <laughs> so uh, we'll take a swing with the vicious battle axe. Oh, I got blessed. 26. Huge. Thank oh, yeah. you, Agma. Nice. Ten points of damage. It gives him a nice wound status. Nice. So, axe again. Nice. Twenty-eight. Seven points this time. And then the sword comes in for the final bonus movement. Oh, it was almost a twenty. Fifteen, 15 misses. That... Oh, we're gonna we're gonna burn another precision. We, we're on it. We're on the clock here. The guy's not gonna be confused forever. <laughs> So, uh, let's roll a d8. Six. Oh, wow. 21. 21 hits. So the damage with the sword is going to be... Oh, it was almost oh, a seven. Damn oh, these virtual oh, dice. <laughs> but it, five points. It's five, five points, points, even though you yeah, rolled a one. Yeah, because of my bonus for damage. But yeah, but it's awesome. I mean, a, if it had been an eight, it would have been 11. It would have been. And you can see as you're hacking away at this confused knoll that you're barely scratching him. Oh, this, no. This knoll is swole. He's swole. His knoll is swole. That's one swole knoll. That's one swole knoll. And it's taking your hits and it's absorbing the damage. Oh, boy. My God. Now it's his turn and he's still confused as Cullen's hacking away at him. So let's see what he does. Oh no. Oh, he rolls a 10. He can act and move normally. Oh no. What? But, but does he have confused? to make his wisdom save? He still has to make a wisdom save though, right? Yeah, he still has to roll a save at the end of his turn. Mm. But right now, he realizes that uh, that Cullen's cutting him up, so he yanks his glaive out of the door frame and swings it at Cullen. 
22 hits. Oh boy. 1d10 plus 4. Oh, maximum 14 points. Oh, man. And he spins it around and swings again. And hits with another 22. And this time, he rolls a one for five damage. And now, let's see if he can snap out of this confusion. Wisdom saving throw. And he does not. He's swinging at Cullen. And then he's like, wait, what was I doing? (laughs) (laughs) What did he roll? He rolled a three. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then we cut to Noel number two. Let's see what he does. He rolls a five, and he doesn't do anything. Right on. Wait, are we supposed to be fighting these guys? <laughs> and then we cut to Esmir in the bedroom. What are you gonna do? Um, okay, I think uh, I think Esmir is gonna pop out and shoot a firebolt at the guy that Colin is fighting. Okay. So you do like a like a, uh, a William Shatner, Captain Kirk roll, ten feet. Yeah. And then yeah, forward fireball, roll, and then, Captain Kirk roll back. And then I just do, I do it a backwards roll. <laughs> forward roll and a backwards roll. And in between, I'm going to shoot a firebolt. 18. 25 hits. Holy crap. Four and two. Mm. Six points. Okay. Bastard. Then I'm going to do my ba- uh, backwards roll. And there's, what else can I do? <laughs> I think that's all I can do. All right, Jake, Esmir's rolling in and out of the room. <laughs> rolling in, rolling out. Rolling in, rolling out. What are you going to do? Jake looks down. He's prepping a guiding bolt in his hand. He's like, what the hell is she doing? That's my favorite soap opera. Previously on Guiding Bolt. <laughs> and I am aiming this at the commander, dude. In the back there? The guy that cut the guy that's on Cullen. He's the pack leader, the pack Cullen, lord. The pack lord. Okay. And I'm gonna shoot a guiding bolt at him. Please. Hit. Twenty hits. Yes. That is huge. So that does six D6 damage. Oh my god. It's almost a fireball. Oh man, that's a lot of sixes. That's oh, a lot a of lot lot twenty damage. Seven oh, points. My god. Nice. Putting him into heavy. 27. Oh and it's also got a secondary effect, right? It says, um, and the next attack roll made against this target before the end of my turn has advantage. All right, cool. And then I'm going to stay where I'm at. Okay. And I'm actually going to hold on to my spiritual weapon for right now and end my turn. Okay. Now we go to the confused no commander. Let's see what he does this turn. He rolls a five and does nothing. Oh. Nice. Now let's see if he can snap out of it. Come on, you dumb knoll. <laughs> nope. He rolls a 12. Good. All right, Cullen, you're still face to face with this swole knoll <laughs> who is uh, suddenly glowing from Jake's guiding bolt. What are you going to do? Okay. Let's see if we can put paid to this guy. So we'll take a axe swing. 22. 22 hits. It did it, right? So it yeah, actually... rolled with advantage. Nice. <sighs> Only one point. Five points of damage. Dang it. All right. Second act swing. Come on. When you missed. 14 misses. Oh, do I want to blow through more precision? Yeah, he's the boss. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> this is uh, no laughing matter. Oh, wow. 20 hits. That'll do it. So that was the second act swing. So let's do damage with that. Seven. Seven more points. And then finally, we are in with the Phylon Longsword. 1828. Wow. Nice. Oh, another What's one point. What's with the low? Oh, I know. I don't that? Oh, you killed him. You killed Five him. points of damage was just enough. Ah! Exceeds by nothing. By none. It was exactly what I needed. Right on. Oh, man. He was no match for the Guiding Bolt. Now, we've got these guys at the end of the hall. And I look over at Esmir and I say, Esmir, roll out here. Oh, I still have movement, by the way. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and close the distance to Null Commander. Okay. Not one to hang in the background. I charge forward. How about you? Right. Although you're in the middle of the hall. 
Now we go to the knoll and roll on the confusion table. Come on, roll something good. He rolls a 10, nice. Oh no. So he can act normally. And uh, so he takes a step back and fires an arrow at Cullen. And misses with a 12. Because he's confused. Well, let's see. Let's see if he stays confused. Wisdom saving throw. And he rolls a two. Mm. Big dummy. <laughs> All right, Esmir, there's some uh, seriously confused gnolls out there. What are you going to do? Why are you guys fighting each other? What's going on? <laughs> you guys shouldn't be so, so mean to each other. You're killing each other. Um, I think um, she's going to do the same thing. She's going to do a little... She's going to do a forward roll. Does she have a clear shot on the guy that Cullen's fighting? Uh, yes. So she's gonna control click him and shoot a firebolt. Pew! 15 and a three. That's a hit. And I'm going to go with the damage. Six and a five. 11, nice. 11. You've wounded. And then I'm gonna do my backwards roll. <laughs> Back in the room. <laughs> Where are you going? Forward roll, backward roll. Phew. She rolls out right at my feet and it rolls away back into the room. She pulls a cool superhero landing move. Yeah. You could yeah. just keep rolling across the hall into the next room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jake. Uh, Cullen's uh, rushed up to the end of the hall and engaged the knoll commander, and there's another knoll around the corner shooting arrows. What are you gonna do? All right, um, all right. I think that I might just cast some sacred flame now onto the knoll that is on Cullen. <laughs> you, Commander Knoll, stop laughing. I don't know what to command. I'm, I'm very confused right now. Confused. You don't even know who you are or what you're doing. Take some sacred flame. Oh. He fails. He fails. Sweet. Doing 2d8 radiant damage. Let the sun shine in. Oh, oh nice. Whoa. 15 points. Nice. 15 doing, uh, putting him into heavy. Yeah. Heavy. And again, I think I'm going to end my turn. All right. Then we go to the old commander who doesn't know what's going on. Let's see what he's going to do. And he rolls a six. He's going to do nothing. <laughs> he hits himself. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? So now he rolls another wisdom saving throw. Come on, snap out of it. And he doesn't. <laughs> What'd he roll? An eight. Oh, close. Her. He is a little stupid looking. <laughs> All right, Colin. Uh, these gnolls, they don't know what's going on. What are you going to do? Well, I think it's about time he met his maker. It's the stupid guy. I think that that should be an easy one to finish off. We'll see. Oh, don't, uh, hey, don't say that out loud. I don't want to jinx myself. Taking a hack with the axe. Get him! Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Someone, jinxed. Someone jinxed it. Anybody Someone jinxed it. We're not going to name any names. Mm. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> this should be easy, no problem. All right, so uh, so I think there's still some mayonnaise on the axe. <laughs> and, uh, it suddenly flies out of your hand. Roll me a d4. Four. Okay, so it slips out of your hand, it flies past the knoll, down the portrait hall, and it slams right back into Mama Flotion's face. <laughs> At another angle, though, so it kind of makes a cross. Like I'm after her. Like I got some issue. Colin doesn't like art. He's not very refined in that. It's still way. like her. Paintings are stupid. That's a far run to go get your to go get your axe back. I know, and in, in a completely ninety degree angle from where I'm standing. But you know, maybe it bounced off something and then went down the hallway. The funny like thing is, angle. you can't even get there in one turn. You're thirty five feet. That's okay. Away. I got a sword in my <laughs> other hand. I know. <laughs> so I switch to uh, dual. 
wield mode and make my second attack with the Phylon Longsword. <sighs> Thank God, I didn't roll a one. 21. 21 hits. Nine. Wasn't enough to kill him. No, but you knocked him silly way down. All right, well, um, what can I do as a bonus action? You know, tell what I'll do. I'm gonna use second wind and just, you know, take advantage of that. Oh, oh God, freaking, man. Uh, one. All the ones. I got seven back. All right, damn, he's diced. All right, so then we go to the gnoll standing dumbfounded in the hallway. Let's see if he can do something useful this turn. Hit yourself. And he rolls a two. Nice. So same thing. He does nothing this turn. Ha! Dum-dum. Now he rolls another wisdom saving throw. Come on, snap out of it. There we go. 19. Oh! He succeeded. Cullen's axe flying past his face snapped him out of it. (laughs) What the hell's going on here? (laughs) It's all right. You're going to be dead before you figure it out. Mm, I don't know about that. All right, so Cullen, you're hacking away at this commander when your axe goes flying down the portrait hallway, but you quickly, you know, continue fighting with your sword. And then uh, you look down the hallway to see where your axe went when you suddenly see at the far end a figure turn the corner. Oh no. And you immediately recognize it as a dread warrior. Oh no. What are you oh knowing up there? No, dread warriors are bad news, man. It's very dreadest of you. Hence the name. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're dreadful. <laughs> They're filled with dread. So Jake, as soon as you ask, what do you owe no one about? A javelin flies into the hallway intersection at Cullen. Oh no. That's what you owe knowing about. <laughs> Duck! <laughs> and he does. The javelin misses with a 15 and oh, slams man. into the wall. Oh man. And then you all hear a battle cry come from around the corner. Esmir, what are you going to do? Well, I think I'm going to try and maybe try and kill the guy Colin's fighting. Uh, try the rollout and shoot him one more time. Okay. She just keeps rolling over that same burnt knoll. <laughs> Firebolt rolls back. Rolls out. Firebolt rolls back. <laughs> I was going to try and do something more interesting, but... Firebolts are effective. I think right now, if we could kill this one guy. One and three. You hit. Oh, wow. And a 19. Two D10s. Don't let me down, D10s. Five and three. Sounds like they might have let you down. They might have let me down. Might be enough to kill him, though. We'll see. And it kills him by three. Oh, oh thank nice. goodness. Nice. Sweet. I'm gonna have enough problems really soon. Brown. All right, and so that guy drops. Nice. And I think I will, I will go do one more roll back into the room, wait for my next turn to decide what to do. (laughs) Okay, all right, Jake, another no goes down, but around the corner, something's coming. What are you gonna do? I am going to creep five, 10, 15 over behind Cullen. And if I go there, can I see the Dread Warrior down the hall? Uh, no, not from that angle. My problem is that if we, I'm just afraid to go into that hallway and then have people start coming out of these doors. So, um. Well, we're kind of in a bad spot now because we, we have nowhere to run to. All we could do is go into the bedrooms. Okay, so Cullen and Jake, when you get up there, uh, you guys see that the far eastern door is open. And it wasn't open before you took your short rest. Okay, so so that's when those guys where it came out of. Yeah, it seems like that might have been where the Knowles came from. Yeah. All right. Um, so it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 would go into the hallway up to the corner by the open door. Okay. Can I look in to see if anybody else is in there really quick? Yeah, you look in and see uh, what looks like a study, and you don't see anyone in there. Okay, so I'm going to... um, I want to launch Sacred Flame at the dope. (laughs) Nolte? Dolte Noll. Nolte? Nick Nolte? 
Nick Dolty. <laughs> Nolte. Nick Gnolty. <laughs> yes. Nice. Well, he's so confused, we'll call him Thick Gnolty. Take this, Thick. <laughs> oh, he succeeded. No, oh, he dodges out of the way. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to take Lucky out my... Bastard. I'm going to take out my spiritual weapon, and I'm going to launch my spiritual weapon... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna launch it at him. Nick. Gnorte. Take that! 19 hits. Mm. Doing 1d8 plus 4 force damage to his noggin. Oh, Oh, what is the deal? Damn it. I don't know, but 5 points. Another 1. 5 points. And that's all I can do. I'm sticking back here in this corner right now. All right, Cullen, Jake's behind you, and down the hall in front of you is a knoll and a dread warrior charging down the hall. What are you going to do? Um, hmm. Well, that that uh, dread warrior is a pretty unsavory type, but I don't see any way forward but to go forward. So I'm going to go after thick knoll T over here. Okay. And try and uh, do, do some damage. What kind of bonus actions can a fighter really do besides, like, second wind? You could pull out a hand axe and go back to dual wielding. Oh, shh. Hand axes don't do that much damage. That's a d6. Your sword's a d8. It's not that much different. That's true. Um, yeah, I'm going to do that because, I mean, I don't really have any anything left. So, anyways, I'm going to... As I close with uh, my foe, I'm going to pull one of my hand axes out and go back to uh, dual wielding. Okay. So, file and longsword. Uh, 18. 18 hits. <laughs> Another one point of damage. We're just what getting the ones by the tons. The, the eights are cursed. Yeah. All right. So, um, uh, sword again. 16? Hit. Oh, it hits. Yeah, just barely. And the damage is two. Oh, boy. Six. Oh, there you go. That's an improvement <laughs> of one. All right. So the hand axe for the for the bonus action. I hope I'm not this pathetic against the Dread Warrior. We're going to have problems. Oh, we already have problems in the fact that he's just there. You hit. 23. 23 hits. Two. Ah, oh, six points two. of damage. Oh, boy. Well, that was not that bad. was a stellar five, well, you, five, and six. You put him into heavy. You did seventeen at least. points to him. Yeah, seventeen points. Oh, but it took three hits. <laughs> you got a dude with twenty-seven hit points in one. Well, that was with a third-level spell slot. Yeah, though. I had to burn a third-level slot for that. Oh well, it's it's slot it burning worth time. It, it's slot, it's slot burning, burning time. time with this dread warrior. You got any slots? <laughs> you got any slots? If you need some slots. You need some slots. If you got some, you're handing out. You know, like an alm for Jake. <laughs> All right, so you engage the knoll, and as you rush forward, he drops his bow and grabs his spear and tries to jab you. And misses with an 11. He's still a little confused. Nice, nice. And the dread warrior charges down the hall. Its chainmail is clanking. It's got its shield out, and it brings down its battle axe onto Cullen. And hits with a 23. Do I get opportunity attacks when he comes into range, or is that only if you have a glaive? Are you a polearm master? <laughs> no, I'm not. Then no, you don't. <laughs> he rolls 1d8 plus 3. Oh, max damage. Oh, no. No one's on this side of the table. Jeez. And it swings again. <sighs> and it's with a dirty 20. Damn. Doing nine points and putting you into heavy. Oh, man, I am hurt. Shit. This isn't good. Hurting. Hurting. All right, Esmir, you peek back out into the hall and you don't see anybody. Okay. But I hear shenanigans. Yes, you hear lots of shenanigans. Tons of shenanigans. Shenanigans with blood. Okay, I run into the hallway, I look to the left, and I see Colin looking a little peely-wally. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely. So Esmir's going to... Time to pull out some big guns. Um, um, She's going to use her magic missiles 
ads. Throw your magic missiles and anything else you got. You got any magic sinks? Mm, so hard to decide. Mm. I guess I'll have to use my... I'll do it at third level. Mm. I'm going to try and whittle down the Dread Warrior because he's ugly. I'm going to pick the person who's uglier. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Dread Warrior, stupid guy. Pew! Two. Pew! Three. Pew! Come on. Two. I don't like D4s. <laughs> They are hard to roll. Come on, come on, be nice. Three and a four. That's 19 points of damage. All right. Nice, nice. That's got a sting. A little bit. He's wounded in the green. Yep, knocked him almost halfway down. Nice. All right, and then I'm going to, I'm gonna go, I got 10 feet left, I'm gonna go diagonally. Around the corner from Cullen. See, my, on my Oshido meter, as long as they're still green, they're still a problem. <laughs> this is true. The only, the only good bad guy is a dead bad guy. That's right. There's a splotch on the floor. <laughs> yes. Splotch on the floor. A bloody splotch on the floor. Jake nods. The only good bad guy is a splotch on the floor. Nice. <laughs> bloody splotch. All right, Jake, down the hall, Cullen is fighting a knoll and a dread warrior. What are you going to do? I'm going to turn the dread warrior. Oh, no. Because he entered my space. Oh, no. I'm going to try. Let's just say that. Turn, you bastard, turn. He succeeded. He makes the save. All right, then I'm going to bash him in the face with the book. (laughs) Yes? You think you're so smart? Freaking 11 and it misses. The Dread Warrior dodges the book. All right, I'm done. I'm stuck in the corner. All right, Cullen, you hear Jake chaining his holy prayers and swinging his spiritual book, but the Dread Warrior and Noel are still in your face. What are you going to do? All right, so I am going to... I'm going to try to finish off this Noel. It's, it's, it seems prudent to just get in gone and then gang up on the Dread Warrior. Okay. Um, you know, I'm generous. I like to give my companions an opportunity to take down ba- big bad guys, too. So uh, I swing with the sword. Oh, man. 16 hits. Oh, but it hits because it's a null. All right. That, that would have never worked against a Dread Warrior. <laughs> uh, eight points of damage, um, which wasn't enough. So another sw- sword swing. 26 hits. hits. Let's nice. make this kill him, please. Dying. And it does. Dying, nice. exceeded by three. Great, he had one point left. All right, so I finish with my bonus action. I just, I, I try to, I try to, try to hit the Dread Warrior with my hand axe. It's kind of a pathetic gesture, but you know, it's a thought that counts. Oh, yeah, 16 misses. He blocks it with a shield. This guy's tough. He's a tough customer. Tough customer. He might want to roll better than five. Yes, he's armored up, and you can see that he has the Thean markings on him, just mm. like the ones you fought beneath Violent Lodge with Thegar Grin. Yes. Yes, nice shoulder pads, Dread Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and this undead warrior swings his battle axe at Cullen. No. And misses with a 14. Oh, thank goodness. And he swings again. <laughs> misses again. Oh, thank goodness. Cullen's just dodging and blocking his swings. That's that, all that armor slowing you down, buddy. Yeah, maybe you dread yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Every time you look in the mirror. I hate myself. Ugh. (laughs) And then another dread warrior turns the corner. Oh no. And he chucks a javelin at Cullen. Oh boy. Don't hit, don't hit, don't hit. And misses with an 11. Nice. <laughs> flies down the hall and sticks into the door next to Jake. Ah! <laughs> All right, so, Esmir, uh, this javelin flies past you, and you peer around the corner, and you see a second dread warrior. What are you going to do? Um, Esmir is going to go, I don't know, guys. I think it's time to pull out the M&Ms. 
Oh boy! Hey, the I meteors. don't think we can waste any more time on these guys. Are they loud? Well, I don't think that matters at this point. <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's true. There's already been one large explosion. Yeah. Why not add more? All right, so Esmir's going to calf cast. She's going to put her hand out, and she's going to go, M&M's, bros. Okay, I can target that guy. Yep, and then roll his dexterity saving throw. Skadoosh. And they fail. He fails. Okay. On the first one. In the first okay. one, right? 2d6, fire. Six and two. All right, eight points of damage. Oh, cool. That's huge. Puts him into heavy. Yeah. Yep. And then we're going to do skadoosh. Ah, he fails again. Oh, nice. Caught him off guard. That's awesome. Roll high. We're on six and six. No whammies. Come on. Five and four. Oh, that's Not good. Bad. Nine. Oh, wasn't enough. Wasn't enough, but he's hurting. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Boy. During all that, we cut to a shot of Mama Flotion's portrait with Cullen's axe stuck in it <laughs> and fiery flashes going off as the meteors explode. <laughs> and then uh, we cut to Jake at the far end of the hallway. What are you going to do, Jake? I am going to, I don't, my God, Cullen's hurting, but you know what? We got to kill these guys. So um, I am going to cast Were you thinking about healing me? I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'm going to cast Sacred (laughs) Flame onto the furthest dread warrior who just came around the corner. Die, bastard. And I, he succeeds too. Oh man! Yep, he holds up his shield and blocks the sacred flame. Yeah, that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, since my book is right next to the first dread warrior, I'm gonna just try to finish him off. Okay. Oh, Agma, smack him for me, right where it counts. In death. And he misses. Ah, oh, just <sighs> barely. So close. close. I don't get it. Didn't you bless yourself? Or you did? That was with bless. That was with bless, yep. Rough trade, bro. Inspiration Rough. points, anybody? I yeah. asked earlier, no one had any, so. Oh, I do have one. You do? That's weird. It blends it blended in with the yellow. I didn't think I had any. Oh. Um, you know what? Sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend it. I'll spend it right now. Why not? The little hairs on your neck are sticking out. Are you sure? I mean, it's just... No, I'm not sure, really, just because I, you know, but um, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to save it. It would be handy. I'm going to save it. Okay, Cullen, these dread warriors are blocking and dodging Jake's attacks, and you're about to get flanked. What are you going to do? All right, let's see if we can finish this dread warrior off. And, and, you know, it, my axe should be close, right? Like, just by that door over there? Uh, yeah, it's just on the other side of the door there. Okay. So I'm going to uh, try and finish this guy off, and I'll pick it up on my way over. Okay. First things first, though, the Phylon Sword. 21. 21 hits. Nice. Hit. Excellente. Ooh, that's not bad damage. He goes down. I know, they took him out. Sweet. All it took was one last. Now, if this guy stands back up, I'm going to be irritated. (laughs) I won't be able to do anything about it, but I'll be irritated. I took two points of irritation. (laughs) Oh, I like how the the Dread Warriors leave a purple splotch on the ground. Yeah, I like the purple splotch. Decadent, decayed, undead blood. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to drop my hand axe into its loop at my belt, pull the battle axe on my way over out of the wall, and then take a swing in one in one continuous motion on Dread. We're always got a glaive. Oh, no. Did he have a glaive as well? Yeah, I just walked into an opportunity attack. Hold on. Did he have a glaive? I saw the die roll in the background. You did. You did see a die roll. <laughs> but you don't know what I was rolling for. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to assume he doesn't have a glaive. No, he, did all he has a battle axe just like the other one. I already said I did those things. Um, 
So I'm going to now uh, give him the second attack with my, this time with the vicious battle axe. And 19 hits. 19 hits. And the damage on that is 10. He's wounded. Nice. And then bonus action, filing longsword. 21 hits and damage. Uh, finally, max damage, 12 points. He's in heavy. Nice. Nice. You finished off one dread warrior and put the other in heavy. And Mama Flotion's portrait is now smiling. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a shot of the picture on the wall, and it's all it's all torn up, and it's got a, an axe in it, <laughs> and a splash of blood hits it, and then Cullen walks past it, grabs the axe out, and then. And more blood splashes on it. So now it's like full of blood and it's got axe holes in it. <laughs> it's got two axe so the holes. Whole, that whole scene was just the picture of the, the painting, you know, with right. Colin, blood splatters and Colin. <laughs> and this Dread Warrior, uh, he's going to attack back. Of course he is. And misses with a 13. Oh, man. Second swing. Hits with oh. a dirty 20. I'm not going to enjoy this. Doing eight points of damage. Oh, ooh, I had a feeling 42 out of 58. All right, Esmir, the Dread Warrior is locked in battle with Cullen. What are you going to do? Okay. Everybody knows what time it is. M&M time. Ah, yes. Oh, make sure you throw him behind him. <laughs> I'm going to do this as my bonus action. He succeeded. So he succeeded. So, so he's, he's only going to take half damage. Four and one. All right. So he quickly reacts as the meteor flies in, and he puts up his shield and only takes two points of damage. Mm. Yeah. And then we're going to do that one more time. Skadoosh. He fails. Oh, failed this nice. time. Come on, mama. Full damage. Five and two. Nice. All right, he he takes seven points of damage. And he's low. Like, he's hurting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just need to take him out. Well, that was your bonus, so you still have an action. So, can I use my mouths again? No, you can only launch two per turn. Got it. Okay. But you can use a cantrip. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to shoot a firebolt at him. Okay. Fourteen plus one. Twenty-two hits. Oh, sweet. Nice. Come on, guys. Do me a solid. Seven and a ten. Seven. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Gotta kill him. Uh, nice. That's, That's going to rip him. At first one. I was like, a zero? That's not cool. <laughs> yeah. Seventeen kills him for sure. Well, you don't know. No. We'll see. Oh, exceeds by eight. Kill him. <laughs> nice. I killed him good. Yay. Killed him real good. Well, let's just see. Oh boy. Let's just see. Please don't be another guy. I, uh, you saw that too. I didn't notice that until this, until this game for some reason. All right. So the meteor explodes and slams the dread warrior up against the wall, knocking down some more portraits, and he falls to the ground. And then he starts to move, trying to stand back up. But then he goes limp and dies. Oh, he has the second chance thing. Scoomp. Quick. Okay. Hide. <laughs> Quick hide. hide. Are we sure Let's we want to hide, though? I mean. Yes. Big explosion followed by several smaller explosions. So what? We have to try to hide. So what? We have to. Yes. I think we should try. Okay, okay. To at least see if it would work. It's not going to hurt. Well, if someone wants to make an interdimensional room to hide in, I'll go there. I'll climb the rope. Now, should we go into a quiet room, like a different room, or should we use the rope trick and try and make it look like these guys got into a big fight? With each other? Should we yeah. arrange the bodies? I mean, I think... That's that, what I think we should I, do. I don't think that they're going to buy it. 
Especially when they see the blood splotches <laughs> all over the place. Some purple here, some purple there. Oh, look at those three red ones over there. But we could hide. And what's I with mean, the mayonnaise? Yeah, yeah what's, what's with the mayonnaise? <laughs> I mean, they got their lunch order got screwed up. Yeah. And they just got pissed off. They were hangry. They were hangry. If you got any, like, <laughs> tomatoes and some bread, just scatter it around on the floor. I ordered a double cheeseburger. What the hell? What's with the mayo? I hate mayo. Boom. Everybody knows Noel. Everybody knows Noel's don't like mayo. Yes. Especially 10 gallons of it. (laughs) I think we should go into the one that we did not go, the one that was across the hall from the dead guy, because they're going to know that all the- Which dead guy? The one that had the uh, glaives stuck in the door and the arrows stuck in the door. That way, they'll know the commotion was in that room. Plus, there's a dead, there's a- a null puddle of blood out in the, on the step of that doorway. Yeah. We should be directly across the hall is another room. And if we hide there, then maybe they'll just won't even look. <laughs> I think, wait, do you guys want me to do my rope trick and we could just know for sure for the next hour? Sure, yeah. We could actually watch what happens. Yeah, we could yeah, actually let's just see do that. What, what happens. Yeah, we, if we, could we, put could, the, you know. we could put the room right above the bed. That no one's likely to get into the bed. Yeah. Now, if you put it above the bed, you won't be able to observe the hallways from the bedroom. That's true. Should we just do it here, right out in the hallway, or across from the bedroom, maybe? Or so you guys want to do it here in the hallway somewhere? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So sounds we can like a watch plan. what's going on. Yeah, it sounds great. So does she take out like a flute, like a, or like one of those? What do they call those things? Like a. Do, 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 do. And then, like, the rope climbs into the air. It's a powdered corn extract <laughs> and a twisted loop of parchment. Okay. No flute. <laughs> Sorry, Cullen. No flutes. But you know what? Just for good measure, Cullen. Do, 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 do. How's that? <laughs> Thank you, Esmeralda. I like that. That's got a nice little thing to it, yeah. Asmir's doing like snake moves with their hands. And then you all hear a female voice from around the western corner. Oh boy. Hey, what's going on down there? Oh no. Let's <laughs> get in there. Get in there, guys. Come on, everybody up the rope. Up the rope. Okay, yeah, and we snake up the rope. No pun intended. Thanks for listening to Roll Radio. All right, so uh, another exciting fight as the party continues to explore Flotion Manor. They fought, uh, they fought sh- uh, shadows and zombies and gnolls and dread warriors, and they haven't even gotten past the first hallway. But, you know, that kind of goes along with what I was talking about last time, you know, which was what would happen if the bad guys uh, heard noises in the manor? And, um, you know, I thought about it for a little bit and, you know, looked at their uh, character sheets or their uh, the monster stats. And, you know, gnolls, uh, by their very nature, are cowardly creatures. So I decided that if they heard a fight, they would wait uh, till all was quiet before they came to investigate. But, you know, once Edsmere used the warded page and caused an explosion, well, you know, that's going to attract everyone's attention. And after that happened, uh, you know, she was pretty upset with her decision. And you can, you know, hear more of that uh, conversation in the bonus content. But the guys convinced her that, you know, that's actually what Esmir would do, you know, what her character would do. And in the end, uh, it didn't matter because uh, they easily took down the gnolls, uh, in part to another decision Esmir made, which was uh, to cast Confusion. Uh, which basically took the gnolls out of the fight and allowed the guys to, you know, cut them down one by one. I mean, I'm all for high damage spells, 
but a spell like that uh, can turn a uh, tough fight into a cakewalk, uh, which we kind of witnessed uh, in this episode. That encounter had a challenge rating of 7 to 8, which is considered hard to deadly for three level 6 characters. And they made it look, they made it look pretty easy. Even with all the ones they rolled for damage and Cullen's axe being stuck in Mama Flotion's portrait for most of the fight, uh, they did a pretty good job. All right, I hope you're enjoying these crazy fights as much as I am. If you are, please consider supporting the show through donations or by becoming a patron and get access to outtakes and such. Uh, check out RollRadio.com for more content and more ways to support the show. And you can always support us by supporting your dice addiction at FanRollDice.com and use the uh, promo code RollRadio for 10% off of your purchase. And the game we're playing is Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and the Scourge of the Sword Coast module by Wizards of the Coast. All of the in-game music and sound effects, except for Ball of Confusion by Love and Rockets at the end there, are from Sirenscape.com because epic games need epic sounds. All right, thanks again for listening to Roll Radio, and be sure to tune in next time to see if those guys ever make it out of this damn hallway. <laughs>